Guys, you we're recording. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you already know what time it is. It is time. It is time for South Florida's. Favorite sports podcast. Oh, we done moved up. The one and only. Bolasio. Balls. And LeBron got 19 points. Buddha. You. You ugly. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Appreciate it. What? You're a head ass boy. Hey, you say the sports podcast part, nigga. Bro, say the thing, nigga. Jake graduated and just don't know how to put words together. I graduated, ladies and gentlemen. Bro, that whole thing's a peak. Can you back off the mic? Hot mic. You look hot like, mic. You look like a peak. You got a widow's peak. Wow, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> that's genetic shit, bro. I'm gonna tell my daddy. A sports podcast. Oh, wrong, <laughs> I swear he held his breath that whole time. <laughs> I mean, we can always start over again if you like. No. All right, back. Damn. Kyle Lowry is like a bad jit that get whooped after school by his mom. That's not nice. Hey, uh. Yep. You already know what time it is, man. You're still on I tell you this all the time. <laughs> I we went through that already. Just, you know, I just wanted to repeat myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to. You. Welcome you to yes. Ball Sports Podcast. It is a podcast with balls about balls. That's not part of the show. Bro. I'm just gonna let Nels do this whole thing because he's just on some other shit right now. It's beer balls. It's <laughs> not part of the show. Bro. It's crazy when somebody just cracks themselves up so much. Like, <laughs> that shit don't make no sense to me. It's just beer balls. It's a whole lot of balls. Buddha, tell him what the sports cast. <laughs> sports. <laughs> tell him what the sports podcast is all about, bro. It's about balls. <laughs> it's not a bro. It's about sports. What's up with y'all niggas? We only cover the sports with balls. What? <laughs> Y'all gotta chill out. <laughs> we don't talk about hockey. We gonna lose viewers. <laughs> Listen, the slogan makes sense, bro. It's a slogan now. I don't know. We did. It's, I don't know. I don't know if we told you about that. It's the podcast with balls because we are gentlemen and we have balls. Gentles. And it's and it's about balls, the sports things, basketball, football, the Re- occasional baseball, wrestling balls. <laughs> See this is where I draw the line here. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I'm out of here. Y'all did <laughs> Episode 34. Hey, you leave it like Westbrook did the first <laughs> round. <laughs> Bitch. That's tragic. <laughs> leave it early like Westbrook. That's that crazy. That boy went fishing. That boy tripping. Believe that. <laughs> All right, episode 34. We got 34s. 34s. Yeah, you put niggas on the spot. Uh, I got <laughs> Charles Barkley. All right, that's next. Hey, I got Paul Pierce. I got Herschel. Put it on me, Paul Pierce. Herschel Walker. Paul Pierce is my favorite basketball player. Bet, I'm glad I said time. it. Herschel Walker. Walker. I already said it. You. Hey, put it on me again. Fuck nugget. Ricky Williams. No, I'm not recording anything. Mm, so. Kirby Puckett. Bo Jackson. Mm. Hell yeah, Bo Jackson. Um, He's a raider. He's a raider. Um, oh, no, no more 34s. Shaq. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really out here trying to think. Am I missing anybody? In yes, particular? you are. There's a few. I a think. few? Okay. Baseball. I mean, football or basketball? Football. Because I don't think you said all of them. Football. Okay. There's 34s in football. Yes. There's one, two, three, four, current? five. No, these are... Well, there's four current. You're not going to guess those. Right. Um, there's five. I'll, let me give you the ones that are current. Current, okay. we got, uh, as far as running backs go, Rex Burkhead. And, hey, I'm mad we ain't know that. And Shane Rex. Green. Wow. Damn. And then, as far as relevant 34s that are defensive backs, we got Brian Poole in Atlanta. Okay. And um, Andrew Sendejo in Minnesota. Okay. 34 is a pretty quiet number. Right, isn't Ray, isn't, was that his name, Ray Buchanan? He was... 34, wasn't he? I don't know. Not relevant enough for me to really Played be. for the Atlanta Falcons when they went to the Super Bowl. I gotta take a look at that. I'm pretty sure it was a 34. Um, running backs. Running backs that were 34. Go through, go through a couple of the ones that you've already said. I, I said, said it or not. I said Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson. Yep. yep. Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson. Um, Ricky Waters were 32. He didn't wear 34. Right. Damn, we didn't say Ricky Waters for 32. No, we did not. That's crazy. I blame you guys. Walter Payton. Yes. Walter Payton wore 34. My, my, my hint was going to be man of the year. Yeah, Walter Payton. That's 34. Um, Another one. He was an oiler. Oh, shoot. Uh, 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 Campbell? Yep, Earl uh, Campbell. Earl Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one that was a bill. Thurman Thomas. Wow. I'm tripping. Thurman Thomas was the running back was a running back at Oklahoma State before Barry Sanders. He was the man at OSU and he set records and then Barry Sanders came the next year and broke them all. And I got a I got a historical uh basketball one that you haven't said. I said Charles Barkley. Yep. I said Shaq. Yep. Historical 34. When I say it, you're going to bet. Historical 34. I feel like Akeem Olajuwon. Yep. Yeah. I'm here, cuz. Listen, I do this. You hear me? I do this. Who you do it for? I, I do it for the streets. I do it for my mom, my mama, and my grandmama, and I do it for my fiance. Oh, he does it, it, it for cookies too. I really do do it. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I have to get as close to the mic and as calm as possible for you to understand that cookies and apple juice is really what life is all about. That's an awkward combo, though. 
Well, it's not really about the combination. It's more or less individually. Obviously, cookies you got to have with milk. But apple juice in general, like, wow. I am addicted to apple juice. Apple juice ain't that serious, bro. Well, it's you not. sleep. It's really not. I'll slap both of y'all right now. You slap me, bitch. Five. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh! All LeBron ducking on niggas like that. Because he the only one on the team. Next. Did you hear about Kyle Kuzma putting... Um, I see the 07 calves to me. He's like, it's the 07 calves to me. And he deleted it. He should have kept that bitch on there. So, yeah, man. How y'all, how y'all doing this week, though, man? I ain't even get the chance to ask you. We eight minutes in and shit. I'm doing all right, man. Doing all right. Good, you man. Bobbing, baby. What's up, Mr. Graduate? Ladies and gentlemen, young Effie Holmes mm-hmm. is about to walk across the stage. Of his high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> Of Florida Atlantic University, which also so happens to be my alma mater. It's going to happen on Thursday. Friday. Friday. It's Damn, Friday. You don't know Friday me like five. that. You don't know me like that. Hey! I think, I think. I ain't on my end talking all these shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get, get back, motherfucker. You, you don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker. You don't know me like that. I can't. I can't. I saw. I saw. I hit him right dead in the jaw. In the jaw. I can't. I can't. I saw. I saw. I hit him right dead in the jaw. Where you hit him? See, I caught him with a right hook. Yeah. Caught, caught him with a jab. Yeah. Caught him with an uppercut. Kicked, Kicked him in his ass. ass. All right. <laughs> Send him on his way because I ain't for that, that talking. Talk. His listen, this flow. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Um. What were we talking about? Anyway, back to Graduation Minute with Dylan Bigard. I thought it was on Friday. No, it is on on Friday. Friday. I thought it was on Thursday. That's not Jim Carl. Oh, you're not graduating with them. I apologize. Friday. What time? Five. Carl was on Friday, too. He told me it was on Thursday. Shout out to Carl, by the way. Reserve. What time is your graduation? Five o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out this bitch. Yeah. yeah I graduated, yeah, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Uh. Uh. What are we doing? Uh. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Don't don't entice uh. me. Continue yeah, that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So right. yeah. so. <laughs> All right, we're done with you. We know how your week was. We're good. Let's to it. Let's start things off with the NFL. The N. F L Browns fucked up. The N A F A L A. What? Oh, why? We were supposed to start the show off with Cleveland! <laughs> Just hit him right here. Just hit him right here. <laughs> you are stupid. Yo. Um, this yeah, we might as well start right there. The draft was last week and Cleveland folded. Holy Hard. Hell. How you, how you, how you, how you mess up both your first round picks? You sleep. <sighs> they got Denzel Ward, right? 
They did get yeah. Denzel Ward, which wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Ward. bad, but there was better on the board. No, there wasn't. Bradley Chubb? No, I'll get Denzel Ward. What? They need a Denzel Ward. They don't need a Bradley Chubb. They need a Denzel Ward. You bugging. I'm telling you. Tough I mean, corners. I can understand. And tough DBs. I'm telling you. They're hard to come. They are hard to come. Anyway, for sure. Regardless, why did they take Baker Mayfield first overall? That's crazy. And just like we called it, Saquon got it too. We knew that was going to happen. Giants picked him quick as shit. Giants about to keep Odell off that look. Mm hmm. Yeah, they got a good chance of getting him back. Yes. Indeed, they do. Indeed, they do. I mean,. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I just, I just feel like, okay. So let's, all right, let's let's go with the abstract as I like to do. Let's go with the abstract real quick, okay? Is this for why it's why it's a good thing? Why they didn't go with what they went with? Like we we said that Wait, the perfect huh? thing. Why, why they didn't, didn't go? go why they didn't go? What we <laughs> thought they were gonna go? Okay, with. Y'all I was like. That. He said, I, I was fault. like, what? My fault. <laughs> my fault. I thought the incense so, was burning too strong for a second. So, so, so the bottom line is, is that we thought, especially myself, uh-huh. that Saquon number one, you're practically going to get any quarterback of your choosing at number four. four. Correct. Um, because at most, two quarterbacks was going to get taken off that list. Yeah. So Saquon won. And if you wanted, and if he wanted Baker, he may have still been there. Yeah, he very well may have still been. When there. did the Jets pick? They picked third. They, they went with third? Sam Darnold, but the rumors have been coming out that they were split, that they were wanting Sam Darnold. Oh, so yeah, Baker Mayfield could have been there for. So now, where we're at with the Browns, okay. Um, let me go to their draft class also. So. This is what was going through my head when I was trying to figure out why in the world they did what they did. Because I was just like, man, I don't understand. Like, I felt like the Browns had them a pretty good look. Didn't they pick up the running back from Georgia? They got, they got, um, that's who it was that I was thinking of. They got not Sony Michelle, they got uh, Chubb. The big one. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Yeah. So this is that's this is bad. this is the this is the where I'm yeah, going with this. Yeah, their backfield is good. I mean, they got him and Carlos Hyde that are going to be splitting time. So, I don't so now they technically have a running back by committee. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't want to go Saquon because I mean Saquon was going to carry a big, a pretty big check. Um, so now with Chubb, you got you a really because you got to realize this what we didn't mention, which we should have, and I and and it hit me when when I was watching like the rest of the draft at the crib over the weekend. This is one of the deeper drafts I've seen for running backs. But period. Like there was a lot of solid running backs in this draft. But you're gonna lose more money with um You're gonna lose more money with Baker Mayfield. Understood, but I mean for some reason the NFL is okay with losing money over quarterbacks. I don't get that. But they they just they're just fine with it. It's one of those high risk, high rewards, we can live with it. It's like if you miss, if you miss on a quarterback, people are like, well, I mean, he had potential. When you miss on like a receiver or a running back or a linebacker or something, everybody's always like, dang, bro, like that, that's crazy, and you lost all this money too. Stupid, should have got you a quarterback if you don't have one. So they got Chubb, they got Hyde, Carlos Hyde. 
and they still have Duke Johnson. So they were the way they were looking at it is we already got Carlos Hyde, who we're about to pay this money to, and we already have Duke Johnson, who we re, who I'm pretty sure they re-signed. So they're looking at it like, I mean, I just don't see where he would really fit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like with with where they were at, they just felt like there was really no need to pick him up that early. That I, I that would be what I would be thinking in the back of my head. And I mean, to be honest, as far as D-line of that team versus the defensive backfield of that team, I mean, they're definitely lacking a lot more in, the, in that defensive backfield. So Denzel Ward was a pretty solid pickup for them. I mean, other than that, you know. Um, my my whole thing and why I think this is a, a mistake, um, Baker Mayfield is not the most talented quarterback in that draft class. Um, he is not. If anything, he fell somewhere in the middle. He did. Um, and I think the, the issue that lies here is when you draft a quarterback first overall, your initial thought is, okay, well, that person is going to start immediately. Right. But what's going to happen is Tyrod's going to battle for that spot in camp. And Tyrod can do everything Baker can do and better in a lot of areas. I don't think Baker Mayfield is was, was ever going to be slated to start, though. I think he is. No, I, I think the, the number Browns, one? I think the Browns have that in mind that he's going to come in and start. I, I, I'm pretty positive that you don't bring in when was the last time you saw a number one quarterback a quarterback go number one overall and sit I mean it's been it's been quite some time but just because that doesn't happen doesn't mean that you gotta follow that direct protocol I feel like if Tyrod Taylor does what he's supposed to do which he's done year in year out you start with Tyrod and you let Baker Mayfield watch I I understand what you're saying but I'm looking at it, that's what the coach could think, whatever. The owner of that team, as well as the fan base of that, of that team, is saying, okay, so we didn't get Saquon, who's the best person in the draft. You're investing all this stock in this guy, number one overall. I'm expecting he's probably going to be that starter. You got to play. And Especially if you're a quarterback. Yeah. If quarterbacks get yeah. Like they usually once you fall out of the top five quarterbacks, you don't usually start. Like it's always like right. a project. Yeah, but if but you're if going you're, top five, you're you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. And the thing is, Tyrod's gonna outbattle him in training which camp. That's why they used to get them big ass contracts in the first place when they got drafted. Yeah. And on top of that, Tyrod's gonna have the locker room because Tyrod <laughs> has always been that guy, whatever team he was on, that the locker room loves, like when he was in Baltimore, locker, he, locker room, he was the guy. Same thing, obviously, in Buffalo and now in Cleveland. Now, Baker is used to being that guy in college. You know, he's he's the fresh one that's, you know, he's the one everybody goes to, everybody says good things about and stuff like that and everybody loves. So he's going to be going to a team where they already have that guy and a guy who does it better. Tyrod is just gonna start. Period. I know. I but I'm I'm telling you, but that's gonna cause an issue with who the entire organization because it's gonna be conflicting things. <laughs> the owner, I'm sure. It's gonna become a story. Yeah, it's gonna be a thing because your number one pick isn't started yet. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, and that's blah. and that's crazy. and then what happens if this is why I don't like the fact that they're 
How 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 many years is is Tyrod's contract one year? I think it's. I think it might be one or two. But two. but my whole thing is, you draft a quarterback number one overall, and he loses in training camp to Tyrod Taylor, who we know is a good quarterback. But as far as most people's speculation, they're like, mm, he's all right. this guy struggled, you know, or this guy isn't one of the elites, and our number one overall draft pick can't even beat him in training camp. Well, whoever says that clearly doesn't know football because he's a playoff Flames. quarterback. This but no, I think like, for me, it's yeah. just like, what if, because I expect Tyrod to play unless there's the league is really that throw that Tyrod loses. I don't think there's no way Tyrod loses like this spot in the offseason. So I'm expecting, what if he let, wins? Like, what if they win with Tyrod? I feel you. And let me let me ask you this question, though. Where would you put Tyrod Taylor out of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Where would I personally put him? Around him. Around him. <clears throat> well, let's see. I think he's like top 15. Let's see. Let, let's let's legit Probably let's legit talk about, about it. You got Tom. You got Aaron. Matt. You got Matt. You've got Matthew. Matthew. And I feel in some essences he's overrated. <laughs> Stafford? And uh, to, a, to a certain extent. I'm, I'll, I'll, ex, I'll explain. Drew, Drew Brees? This is this is what I'll say before, just with the Stafford thing. I understand he doesn't have a running back. Let's see how he does with a running back. If he gets a good running back and we see that he's producing, and Matthew Stafford can't get the Lions past the first round, then we need to reassess ourselves because that's always been the fallback. He can't get out the first round because he's never had no run support, right? So apparently that um, carry on who's now drafted with them is supposed to be that workhorse, do it all back. When they got to him. They drafted him in um, the second round, third round. I could be What's wrong. What's his name? Carryon Johnson from Auburn. The one that spazzed on, um, who was it? Alabama and another team. I can't remember who it was at, at this time. But we have Drew Brees, right? That's five. Yeah, hold on. Let's go division by division. Otherwise, we're going to get confused as to who we said or not. So let's go to the West, AFC. Or no. Yeah, AFC West. So... I would put um, Derek Carr. That's it. Derek Carr, not Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is your opinion. I'm asking. Philip Rivers. Keep track of yours too. Philip Rivers because of because of his body of work. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We'll do Philip Rivers. Um, and for the NFC West, Russell Wilson. Okay. Um, Jared Goff. No. Okay. Um, what's the other team? Not the Arizona because they got a new quarterback now. In what's the West division, you said Cardinals, Cardinals, Seahawks, Jimmy Rams. Garoppolo. No, not right now, not yet. Okay, fair <clears> enough. <throat> All right, let's go to the East. Um, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Tannehill. No. Um, no. Nobody from the Jets. <laughs> They're no for AFC East. AFC East draft. Buffalo. Oh, okay. No, no, Buffalo. nobody. Um, NFC, NFC South. NFC East. Hold on. NFC East. NFC oh, okay, East. okay. NFC East. Uh, Carson. Carson who? Ooh, Wentz? Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yes. Um, Dak Prescott. No. Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. No. Um. 
What's that last team? Eli. No, not anymore. Okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. Uh, the South. AFC South, we got Drew Brees. We said yes. Yes. Yes, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. James Winston. No. And Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, yeah. his athleticism. Um, <laughs> AFC South, Blake Portals. No. Um, no. Andrew Luck. No. No, not anymore. Okay, that's interesting. Angelo, yeah, Angelo, not good in Tyrod Taylor. I'm sorry. Jacoby Brissett? No. no. Okay, I was just in the same. All right. Um, Deshaun Watson? Yes. I got to say, yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is this yeah. bad. Even though he got hurt, like, that man, that man's yeah, man. bad. That's bad, man. Um, that's it. I said four teams? No, Marcus Mariota. No. no. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, yes. He's going in north, right? Aaron Rodgers. Matthew Stafford. Yes. Kirk Cousins? No. Um, Trubisky? No. No, not yet. It's top 15. And hold on. Ben Roethlisberger? No. No. Um, Joe Flacco? No. no. Um, Lamar Jackson. Who was, Lamar Jackson. Who was the other buddy? For who? Cincinnati? Yeah. Does it matter? Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton, okay. AJ McCarron. All right, so you have him at number 12. Yes. Overall. I forgot. Okay. He's, he's like, he's around 15. here. So, let's let's check this out now. The Cleveland Browns enter this offseason with certainty at quarterback. No matter what happens in the draft, the plan is for Tyrod to be the starter. There is no competition, Coach Hugh Jackson said. That's throw right there in itself. They say that Tyrod is expected to? Yep, okay. there's no competition at all. That <clears throat> and that was before the draft. I, I, I will don't need. T- I will tell you this: I would be shocked if that conversation doesn't start happening. Because the thing is, it will. It what if does. they win? See, now that you said that, what if you win with Tyrod? Well, see, here's the thing. Here's the scary thing about Tyrod that that you got to realize too. You got concussions. Tyrod, no, no, no. Tyrod is. Perfect for that offense mm-hmm. in my mindset because <clears throat> when you look when you look at his stats in general, just in general, you've got a guy that can give you three thousand yards passing, over twenty touchdowns, under ten interceptions, right? With a QBR that's above par, a rating that is above par, and his percentage as far as like his completion percentage is pretty good. It's over 60%. <clears throat> so what you know is that they're he gonna, can... They're going to run a running gun offense, and that's, that's perfect for what Tyrod he, does. He has an arm. However, if you want to shorten if you want to shorten it and you want to start running with him, he can run also. I know you're on like a, 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 a close to no huddle offense most of this the game. This squad they're going to have on. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty decent, man. Yeah. Like it's gonna be good. Like and he gives you over and he can give you about five hundred yards rushing too. So that's what thirty five hundred right. yards in, in in offense. So because of effectively where, because of where you and this is why I wanted to know where Tyrod ranks with you. <clears throat> because of where you rank Tyrod, I understand where you're coming from. Me, I personally have Tyrod somewhere between fifteen and twenty. Um, so my whole thing looking at it is like okay, if I don't think this number one overall draft pick is better than a quarterback who wasn't even better than half of the quarterbacks out here now. What's the point of taking him first overall? Understood, but we can we can talk about 
you know, schematics and we can talk about particulars or what ifs. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is that we got to realize is when Tyrod was with the Bills and he was effective, tell me one star he played with. Sammy Sammy Watkins was hurt. Yeah. So no, he didn't have shit. He didn't have. He had Woods. He had Robert Woods. That's what he had. He had Robert Woods and he had Clay and his and and his legs. Yeah. So my thing is, I will always value a quarterback that can make something out of nothing. That's what catches me about Tyrod Taylor's eye. Because well, this is what catches my eye about Tyrod Taylor is the fact that yo, like, Jit is nice. Yeah. Jit is nice. It's like. No offense, I don't want to put him in that same category because he's not as far as stardom and, and meaning to his city, but it's awkward that he's there now. It's like looking at LeBron now, and well, we're going to get into that. It's just like I, LeBron has played with teams where you know it's LeBron. Well, you know what I mean? And in football, that's harder to do. One thing one thing I am happy about um, for them taking Baker, well, I'm just more so happy they didn't take Lamar Jackson first overall. Because now I can really cheer for Tyrod, because it would have been hard for me to choose who to cheer Ooh. for in that. Because I like both. I like both of those guys Lamar a lot. Wouldn't you know? I'm saying just in general, yeah. like as a person, like I want looking, both of them to be starters. So looking at the draft situation, um, I I I like where Lamar is. I like his situation. Oh, his, he's in a perfect situation. Yeah, he's in a great Flacco's situation. Flacco's going to start one year. Uh, Flacco's going to be the, the like that like what Alex Smith did. One year, you got to go gone. and. And I think Flacco loses that job in the off season. You think so? It uh, depends. It depends on how well he does with I film. Think, I think he's going to tell and him this is his last year, and though. Here's what. Here's what I want to bring back up. This is not a. This is not a. I was right situation per se. But remember what I told you about his moms. His moms. I, I told you. Mm-hmm. Like the whole. The whole fact of the matter is. And we got to look at the business side of things. And I don't want to go too off topic. I want to stay with the draft, but. You got to realize mom, like family members being your agent is the best thing you can do contrary to popular belief. The reason why businesses and other people on the outside don't like moms or dads or aunties or uncles or cousins being your agent is because they don't care about top dollar. They care about what you want. You understand? Like, for example, if, if Dylan is my client and Dylan is my brother, I'm not going to sit there like, let's say, for example, Nike goes, all right, if you sign, if you get Dylan to sign with us, we'll throw you 20000 on the side, right? But Adidas don't really got anything for me. But I come to Dylan and I say, hey, bro, like, what you want to rock? And he's like, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I really want to do Adidas, right? There is no back and forth, no banter, no nothing. There's no, well, I mean, you know, Nike might be a good look for you, like the marketing and whoop, 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 whoop or whatever. I'm like, all right, bet. Because I'm not concerned about the $20,000 i am make on the side. Right. I'm going to get you what you want, period. You know what I mean? And I legit feel like they had a conversation where she was like, what do you want to do? And he was like, I want to play quarterback. And she's like, bet. Say no more. Now, remember, this was, and this is the reason why when it comes to football especially, this is why I don't like to listen to the quote-unquote experts. Remember, they said, because of his mom, Lamar would not be a first-round draft pick. They had him all the way down to the third and fourth round. However, (laughs) however, you had him in the first round, which this is something else I'm going to get to. Later on, because I don't want to stray too far from it, I'm, I'm gonna keep that for open forum. 
so to say. But the draft, though, I, I'm I'm gonna say this much: if Cleveland assesses the situation and navigates through it the right way, Baker Mayfield could be a great pickup for them. Because I don't think so much that Tyrod is a transitional quarterback per se, but I think that let's just say Tyrod gets on the next two years and snaps. Hmm. And now they're like, yo, like Tyrod Taylor is everything that he said he was. Right. Big market teams are going to want to pick him up. And I would be flabbergasted to say the least. If like the New York Giants or the New England Patriots or the Dallas Cowboys or any other team, because it's two, three years down the line. We don't know what these teams are going to have. But if a bigger market team comes to him and says, Tyron, we about to throw you this check to come play with us. A.B. hard pressed to see him in Cleveland. I can see him leaving. So it's kind of like, all right, well, we got this quarterback who we feel like can give us all of this. In the meantime... What quarterback is the closest to his skill level as far, not skill level, as far as his skill set so he can learn and be ready to go? Yeah. This is kind of like the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers situation. I always say Aaron Rodgers' skill set, even though people look at me crazy, Aaron Rodgers' skill set is the closest we'll ever get to Brett Favre. Yeah. I don't care what anybody, he's just more accurate. But it's the same, it's the same gunslinging mentality. I can get the ball there. I'm going to lead you down the field. I hate everybody type attitude. He's just not as brash. He's just, he just doesn't have the same thing. I knew that the minute he hit him with the, hey, relax. I was like, come on, bro. Come on, man. Like, he's here. And, and, the, and the Packers put themselves in a good situation. And sometimes you got to draft like that. It's not always just the best player in the draft. Who do we have now? And who's the guy who comes closest to his skill set. There is like one other team in the draft that did that to the T, and they're one of my like top teams for the draft, but we'll get to that a little later gotcha. uh, when, we, when we transition to who we think was the top three teams in the draft. So um, how do you guys feel about the uh, where the other QBs landed? I mean, we already, we right already talked about Right where they're supposed to be. So you like Rosen in Arizona? Right where they're supposed to be. Allen in Buffalo and... I love Allen in yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, that's perfect for Buffalo. I love Allen in Buffalo. And Donald in, Darnold, I mean, in New York. I like Darnold in New York. The reason why I like Darnold in New York is because, I mean, Darnold is coming from USC. Mm-hmm. Um, what people don't realize is even though LA does have a football team now, I mean, the original LA football team was um the original football team was USC. So they still get that exposure, they still get that look. However, you know, they th- that big name is still there. So, you know, I I I like Darnold over there. He can definitely handle New York. Definitely. He can definitely handle New York. Where did Mason Rudolph go in like the eighth round? No, he went in the second round. Yeah. He went in the second round to went? uh um that's a good question, Mason Rudolph. Where did he go? He went. I think he went to an all right team. Honestly. Oh, he went to Pittsburgh. There it is. Oh, see, but this is what I'm talking about: drafting quarterbacks that kind of come close to the skill set. Now, the only difference between Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph, I think, is the size. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Shit, no, I'm lying. I'm, I'm lying. Mason Rudolph is 6'5", 229 pounds. Oh, boy. yeah, that's a big boy. Come on, now. Nah. <laughs> big Ben, like 280? Big Ben is like 
360. Okay, now you're just being mean. 315. But yeah, I like I like where the quarterbacks 315 went. 315 being hard. I like I like I like I like where they went. Um so who y'all picked up? Hey, y'all folded on y'all first pick, boy. Raiders. Yeah, but we ended up having a pretty good draft. Up, yeah, ended no, up y'all, y'all had a great draft, but we're going to get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask y'all, you don't have to say top three. I have a top three. But what what team was your favorite team as far as the draft was concerned? Like, you thought they drafted great. Um, I think that... Um, to be unbiased, the Patriots drafted great. I, I won't say I won't say great. I think they did they did yeah. typically well. They went for Patriot picks. I don't think y'all should have went. Which is great. Uh, I think we should have went. Oh no, y'all went offensive line in the first round, right? Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah. Okay, never mind. And then that, we that did offensive line and followed it up John with Sony Michelle. Michelle. That's right, Sony that's right. Michelle. I was thinking about another team who I'm gonna roast when, yeah. when it gets Sony to Michelle. it. Sony Michelle. I'll tell you who I, I'll tell you who we did worse. That's who I was thinking of. Go ahead. Um, but anyways, but best. Um Oh, man, there's a few teams that had a good draft. Uh, I don't know. Um, this is hard. Let me see. Okay. So, in the meantime, between time, a couple of teams that I liked. I really like what the Giants did. Now, I'm going to tell you what was my favorite pick out of the Giants. And that is the quarterback that they picked up, um, Kyle Kyle Laletta, from uh, the dude from Richmond. Richmond yeah. Listen, I know that they like the guy that they have there now. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's the name of the backup quarterback for the Giants? Oh, well, it was Gino, but no, who's the other guy? Uh, um, who's the backup quarterback for the Giants? His name is right there. Uh, Davis Webb. Yeah, yeah. Davis Webb. They like Davis Webb. But I ain't gonna lie, Laletta seems like the perfect one to come and take over after after uh, Eli leaves. Now, here's the reason why I liked the Giants pickups. Their first three picks, they got Saquon, right? Secondly, remember we were talking about that offensive guard from UTEP, mm-hmm. the one that we was like shockingly was spazzing and put up great combine numbers. They picked him up for their second pick. Third pick, they didn't get Roquan, but they got the guy who was playing opposite Roquan in Lorenzo Carter. And I was like, yo, you snapped. There's, there's, there, you're, you're good there. I liked um, my next team. I liked what the Ravens did. Ravens had a lot of picks. Like, I felt like every other call was the Ravens. So I like what the Ravens did beyond Lamar, which makes me completely biased. Um, I like the fact that they went for the Oklahoma tackle, um, Orlando Brown, even though he had a horrible combine. I mean, he's good, he's good on he's good on film. And then they got the tight end from Oklahoma who was snapping for a little bit. I forget his name. But they picked him up, which was a great pickup for the Ravens. And then they got the uh, cornerback from Alabama, um, Averett. Averett is nice. And then last but not least, because there was a lot of teams that did really, really well. Um, But I really got to tip my hat off still to the Browns. 
I think the Browns did good. Yeah. All, and, around, all around they did good. And yeah. they picked up Major Nine. Yeah, they snapped. When they picked up Chad, when they picked up Chad Thomas, I was like, nah, okay. They picked up, like, and they got Antonio Baker Callaway. Did... Come on, son. That it's like it's like they, they took all the people who they were saying, hey, this guy might be a flight risk. They're like, all right, bet. They snapped. We got Flash Gordon. Hard. See, but that's what scares me though. Flash Gordon and Callaway. I really hope they don't get caught up in the weed, man. I feel like the Cowboys folded. You feel like the Cowboys folded? Yeah. How so? Oh, they, that's what I was going to say. I think they had one of the worst drafts. I don't like the draft. Well, when you have your tight end retire right before the draft starts, so now your number one and number two passing options are gone, you need to go with somebody who can catch the ball. Not a middle-of-the-pack linebacker who has been plagued with injuries his college career. That's man, that catches. doesn't man fifty five catches his whole career. That just doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, but he's six five. Oh, you're tight end size, and you don't go receiver until like the fifth, sixth round. Yeah, it makes no sense. And you think you're gonna make up for it by trading the Rams for Tavon Austin? And it's like, no, I don't know about that one. I don't think so. Doesn't snap at all. Yeah, the T S snap for me was um. I like Mo Scarborough as the Packers snap for only two reasons for me. They picked up Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson in the same draft. Yeah, it was Jair Alexander. went to the Dolphins. Oh, that's right. You picked up two of the top five corners in the the draft in the same round. I mean, not in the same round, but in the same draft. That's that's a that's a big plus for me because um, corners like are really hard to come by. So I, mean, I know the top five corners that were in this draft were really good. So for you to be able to get two of them, yeah, that's the, a real good. The look. Uh, the the Broncos snapped with their first pick, Bradley Chubb. I mean, we ain't him and Von really Miller, it's gonna be disgusting. Yeah. yeah what about the rest of their draft? Um, they went Cortland Sutton in the second round. Mm. Um. That was okay. I mean, they, yeah, the rest of the picks weren't anything crazy. It was just the first one. But that's John Elway. That's right. how he is. I, and and again, I, I really don't want to be biased, but I think we should go to our own teams. Um, I'll, I'll start with the Patriots. Um, I like their draft simply because even though it wasn't a magnificent draft, it I works. think it was very... Patriot. It works perfect. They got they got the old they, they got the old line solidified. I think that Isaiah Wynn was good. Following it up with Sony Michelle. Now here's the interesting thing as to why I like the way the Patriots draft. Um, you got to realize that both of them are um, both of them are Georgia guys. So I feel like mm-hmm. that Office that chemistry will be and there. Back. Same school. They got That's two linebackers who have the ability in that three four defense to be stand up ends. So they're able to blitz. They're able to blitz and they're able to cover. So I like that. They got them Duke Dawson from Florida, who even though on his film he got he got burned quite a few times, but play. I mean it's because he's going mad. And, and, you know, Florida corners are known for being able to, you know, they, they play hard football. Mm-hmm. You, you know their corners. I'm not going to say they're DBU or nothing like that, but their corners are reliable. So I like that pickup. Um, I am also a huge fan of Braxton Berrios. I like the Braxton Berrios pick. Mm-hmm. He's, he's in that Edelman, Mitchell, quick mold, even though Mitchell's a taller receiver. But 
Barrios is there as that slot. I can give you an option route. I can I can hit the seam. I can do these little things. And he's a punt returner also. So I think that they had a really typical Patriots draft. One of those like it's a middle of the road draft. If it's a middle of the road draft, however, once we get all the pieces in the right place, you're gonna see these players snap. That's that's kind of what it is, and they're cheap because we drafted them. So now we're just gonna take this youth and make it work. Right. What about the Raiders? Um, you know it's funny. I at first I was upset. The Raiders um took a tackle in the first and the third round, mm-hmm. and. It's crazy how just like a couple days later that could be paying off. One of our starting tackles is suspended for the first four games because he failed a drug test. Which he probably foresaw coming. Right. And um, uh, Donald Penn is under investigation for domestic violence, even though him and his wife are denying it happened. You know, it's investigating and you know how that could go. So I guess that helps to have two people that could potentially come in right away and, and start. Um, we did address a lot of our defensive needs. We picked up two defensive tackles, uh, PJ Hall from uh, Houston State and Maurice Hurst from Michigan. Um, we also picked up defensive end Arden Key from LSU, which I think is a good pickup. And putting him on the opposite side of Khalil Mack could do damage. Um, you know, got a couple linebackers, a corner, and stuff. So I think. I think we added depth where we needed that depth. I think the 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 best move of our draft um, was trading one of our third round picks so that we could acquire Martavis Bryant, who you know giving away a third rounder for a genuine number two wide receiver I think is perfect for us. And you know on top of that we just got uh, what's his name Switzer from the Cowboys. So now we got a nice little receiving core. We got uh, you know kick returner. So now we're, you know, I think we're we're in good shape as far Who's as y'all is is uh, Marshawn still our starting running back? Yes, Marshawn's our starting running back. Doug Martin's his backup. Okay. And we still have Jalen Rashad. Okay. I mean, you know, he's doing work right now. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Gruden. Gruden. Yeah, Gruden. Gruden putting in work. Yeah, he's so doing his thing. We'll see so if it. We'll see if it translates. <laughs> I feel like one of the teams you didn't mention that had like probably one of the best, one of the better drafts in my opinion would um the Jags. Mm-hmm. The Jags added to something that was already pretty stacked. Besides not getting a quarterback, I was about to say they're, they're the one position they needed. Besides bro. not getting a quarterback, they add like they like you said like, like you were saying during the season, they were able to carry Blake Bortles to the playoffs with def- with great defense and Leonard Fournette. They yeah, will probably do it again this year. Well, and, and they added um, Tavon Tavern. I forgot his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's his name? But out of Florida, he's the D tackle out of Florida. The guy's like 6'5", 290, mm-hmm. and they just added him. Now you're going to have him with Anthony Bennett. Is it Anthony Bennett? Mm. Michael Bennett. I'm tripping. Michael okay. Bennett. Michael Bennett? No, Michael Bennett plays for the Eagles. Michael Bennett plays for the Eagles? I thought he plays for the Jaguar now. No, plays for the Eagles. You sure? Positive. Because I remember how we were saying how he went to the Wilkes team. Yes. Oh, I'm tripping. They have another Michael Bennett. Ah, uh, it's a different Michael Bennett. Different okay. Michael Bennett. I almost snapped. But they have Calais, <laughs> Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. Dante Fowler Jr. Yannick Ngakwe. And they got another. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe. And now you have this other big dude that they're about to fill mm-hmm. in there. So now that D-line is about to be stacked. It, and then they drafted DJ Chark. Ooh. 
Bitch. Oh, but I'm right in the chin. Um, well, they're in a in a beautiful position to where they can really just draft best available. You know, like they didn't. They don't have outside of quarterback, but they're you know they're invested in what they're invested in. They have no glaring needs. And they got Ronnie Harrison, the safety from yeah. Alabama. So it's a beautiful. That's a great pick. So it's a beautiful ability to be able to just stack the team with whatever the best player is available. You know, on a team that really doesn't have any glaring weaknesses outside of the quarterback position, and you know, is on paper possibly the best team, like talent wise. It looked good. Yeah. It looked real good. The Chiefs draft was trash to me too. Good. <laughs> good. Um. Yeah, man. So, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up for us. Nope. With the draft. One more thing we got to talk about. Congratulations to Shaquem Griffin. You know, you went later than we thought you would. However, you know, you made it on the team with your We're brother. We're going to congratulate you for a foregone conclusion. I was right. You should congratulate me. Clap it up for me because I called the oh, Seahawks. Oh, I'm not clapping it up for you. Good call. That's about all you're going to get from me. You ain't. Nah, bro. And we got Sony Mitchell. And I tried and I told y'all and I told y'all that him not having a hand was gonna was gonna hurt. Yeah, they sized him. They did size him though. I didn't think they he was gonna fall him. that far. I was thinking second, maybe third round, but he fell. What was it like? Fifth. Fifth? Oh yeah. my god, y'all sized him. Bad. That's all right though. That he's gonna come in, he's gonna have that chip on his shoulder, he's gonna ball out. Yeah, I think I he's hope. gonna do okay. Especially the fact that he's with his brother too. I think he's gonna do fine. What position does his brother play? I want to say linebacker. No. Does he yeah, play linebacker? Yeah. Maybe Wait, no, his brother? His brother's a DB. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a linebacker. But they ran the same 40 time. That's what's crazy to me. Damn. His oh, brother's boy, a DB, man. and they ran the exact same 40 time at the combine. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild as all hell. <laughs> well, shout out to him, though, man. I hope he gets on the field. And now that wraps up the draft. Yes, Correct. it does. All right, winning. Patriots took off though, baby. Yeah, they did. Y'all they did all right. Y'all, y'all, y'all good. Yeah. Wow, LeBron. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard the sad news. Jay Cutler retired. Oh uh, no! Again. again. <laughs> he retired. Oh, no. Again. Let's, let's just hope he stays retired this Yo, time. What if LeBron hit another game winner, bro? Hey, listen. That's if sick. Cutler, if Cutler comes back, we got to put him on the list. Yeah. He's got to get put on the list. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we just start a list in general? Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to just fully steal Chris Jericho's gimmick? Yeah, easily. And, like, put people on the list. <clears throat> Should we put Cleveland Browns on the list? Oh, yeah. Why? All right. Let's do it. Why would you do that? <clears throat> For folding with their first overall pick. Oh. No, nah, but they overall draft is pretty <laughs> decent. You know what happens when you take a food quarterback first overall? Do you know what happens? Cleveland Browns? You just made the list! <laughs> yeah, I think it's just late. You keep the list open because there's more people. And on top of that, oh no, he didn't make the list yet if he comes back. Yeah, we got we got more people to put on the list, so don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so 
How do we feel about speaking on retirement? How do we feel about um, Mr. Witten from the Cowboys of Dallas? Um, he hey. had he had a great career, definitely a Hall of Famer. Sad he couldn't get a ring. Um, but I just think it's irony. How that happened. You should have kept it. So Cow- I got you a wide receiver. The Cowboys blindside. The Cowboys blindside Dez by releasing him, you know. And then Witten blindsides the Cowboys by retiring right before the draft starts. Yeah, that's crazy. And I'm wondering I'm wondering if there was some personal feelings involved in that. Because that seems like a weird time to decide, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire, guys. You know? That might have been a conversation to be had like a couple days before the draft, if anything. Right. Yeah. So. Right. I don't know if he felt some type of way about. I the think whole he. Death I think situation. he did feel a type of way. Valentine is just folded, ladies and gentlemen. Let's continue. They're gonna lose um, that game. <clears throat> yeah. LeBron about to yeah. spaz. He is if it goes to overtime. If he doesn't hit another game winner, yeah, Valentine is you folded. Um, but back. I agree with what you're saying. I think you literally said exactly how Dylan and I feel that Witten had a great career, a Hall of Famer for sure. And the timing of him leaving is definitely, like, one for questioning. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Word. he jokes on you. <clears throat> he stuck one to the Cowboys. That's personally how I feel. He stuck one to the Cowboys, and, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone, Stone Cold, Cold said so. <laughs> Very nice. Their primary receiving option. Is Tavon Austin. Yo, I mean, they have they have Bryce Butler, Tavon Austin, well, and Cole Beasley. Bryce Butler got it together towards the end of the year. Yeah, He's, man. <laughs> but Beasley is okay. Honestly, I feel like all three of those receivers are good slot receivers. So like I can you, see Bryce I can see Bryce being a number two. Like, I don't know how you're gonna have three three number three option receivers. <laughs> Three Please? number twos. What's that? Well, three is two number twos and a number three. Mm, that's debatable. How? You gotta show me. You gotta show me something if you're gonna be a number one receiver. No, I said two number twos. There's no number one. Two he number twos and a number three. The next Martavis Watch. So off topic. Um, there was a Q and A with Tom Brady, I believe, in California. Yes. Do you see what and I put on the agenda? Yes. I said, he's really not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. I'm I'm explain I'm explain everything that that is running through my mind with the whole situation. Can I can I speak on Yeah, go for it, bro. On it real quick, just because it's probably one of the few times they're gonna hear praise from me on Tom Brady. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um I as everybody knows I'm not a fan right. of Tom Brady or the Patriots organization. Really no fault of Brady's own. He's just, uh, okay. He's just, you know, too good for his own good. Um, no, but I too thought, good for his own good. <laughs> but I, um, uh, Tom Brady doesn't really let the, the wall down too often as far as like him as a person and, you know, as far as showing his personality and stuff, or at least I haven't seen, um, as far as like how he feels about certain things in the football world. He's usually pretty hush about that. Um, but I did think it was very interesting hearing him talk about the national anthem protests and like how he hated the comments that Donald Trump made, even though, you know, he supported Donald Trump and voted for him and stuff like that. But to hear him be like, I hate because one thing I hate, I hate when just because you supported somebody means you have to agree with everything they agree with. Fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate that. I feel like those two can 
Cool, because you don't have to agree with everything to support somebody. You know I, I agree 100%. So I you don't expect them to say some of the shit that they say. Right. So I thought it was really cool for him to say that he hated that comment. And, you know, he said the most important thing is to respect everyone's opinions on things. And, you know, they have the freedom to do that. And he was like, he's he was fond of football being the thing that always brought people together. And he wants people to, like, remember that. You know, so I thought that was that was cool, and you know him talking about how Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time, uh, which I can probably at this point agree with, and that what I did think was interesting though, maybe you could probably elaborate on this. He mentioned that he doesn't necessarily feel appreciate. Well, he didn't say he didn't feel appreciated. He pled the fifth. He pled the fifth, which is kind yeah, of strange. Well, let me let me let me let me break down the situation for for the people who feel like. Brady, for people who feel like Brady has got it like in the bag, you got to realize that what was it three years ago, four years, like three years ago, they drafted, well, not they, your coach drafted a quarterback to replace you in the near future. And come to find out, and now that is public knowledge, he was okay with trading you. To put this guy on as the starter, you as a five-time Super Bowl winning, seven-time, five-time NFL champion, seven-time Super Bowl appearing. Now can you dig that? Fifteen Fifteen-time AFC East championship-winning quarterback, even with accolades. All the MVPs, um, the comeback player of the year, I think he got. Might be mistaken. Um, the offensive player of the years. What? All of these things. And your coach what? is still okay with being like, I mean, yeah, bro, like, I would trade you. What? You understand? Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, I'm, he's a human like the rest of us are humans. What? And he wants to stick, <laughs> he wants to stick with one team. What? What kind of dream is it to win five championships with a team? And then retire with them what? on top. Like that's it's a good look. So what it is 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 that gone is that that magical aura of Tom Brady, and he looks like a human. Like dang, like he just played the fifth, what? and then he gave you an awkward laugh at the end of it too. Like yeah, it's weird, but shit, I'm about to open my mouth. Right. And I think it's also a good look too for the locker room. Because I think the locker room views him as this golden boy who gets what he wants. So the fact that he's saying what he's saying is like, oh, well, dang, okay. I never really thought he was a bad guy. I do think he was misunderstood. I think there's some decisions and things that he made that if he explains himself, as with everybody else, it might could just make some sense. And I don't necessarily agree with some of his parenting choices. But I mean that's his whole family though. That's not even a family. I know, that's such a weird thing though. That's just the family, like why that's people, how he was raised. Why people strange. That's how he was raised, so that's what he knows. That's I what he's doing. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, that's a wrap up on that. So remember we spoke about the Jags owner going yeah. to Wembley Stadium. Yeah, and potentially relocating those rumors. Where's the Jags owner from? from? The Jags owner, where are you from? Oh, he's Southern. Middle Eastern though, so I'm not sure. I was like, where. Damn. 
But you know, like that's that's probably like oil money and stuff like that. That's, you look like oil money. Yeah. You got that yeah. big ass Monopoly man mustache. <laughs> I don't think that's very nice. What you mean? That's what he got. I don't think that's nice. I that's, think you should take it back. That's oil money. I'm not I taking think, it back. I think you should take it back. Say you sorry. Say you sorry right now. That karma hit them. Y'all should have hit that game with a shot. Now y'all about to lose. JR Smith got 20 points on their dumb ass. JR Spaz. His name is Shahid Khan. Bread. Bread Khan. He is from Dubai. Lahore, Punjab, that's a fire, that's a fire Pakistan. Last name. Khan is a fire. I'd be like, I'm related to Genghis. He might be. And he currently resides in Naples, Florida. He's worth over $8.7 billion. And he's overall the 158th wealthiest person in the world. He is the richest person of Pakistani origin. What would you say his net worth is? $8 billion. Shit. So, like I was saying. That's oil money. Um, He is... He is considering... Buying some stock in Wembley Stadium. Right. And people quickly went to the assumption, oh my gosh, he's going to move the Jaguars. He's going to move the Jaguars. And it's crazy because it wouldn't make no sense. He's investing money into the city of Jacksonville. They're building a whole new, like, shopping center, amphitheater yeah. thing by the stadium, which badly needs it. Um, and... I don't think you're going to invest all that by a stadium for a team that you're going to move. Right. Now, in the he biggest is, city of Florida. He is speaking on and supporting moving the Super Bowl internationally, that would preferably be to London. Now, I want for people to realize they thought he was going to move the Jags to London. Listen, bro, bro, bro. Y'all need to sh- <laughs> bro. Go to, Listen, go to school, not, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not. Hey, kitties. Kitties that are still in school, keep going. Keep going until you graduate. I knew it. I knew it was going there. I knew <laughs> so, it was going there with that. So the the whole the whole fact of the matter is is that of course he wanted to move it to London to the biggest stadium in London, which is the stadium that he's trying to buy, buy stock in, which he can. Now the the bottom the bottom line of it is is it's a business move and it's a smart business move. You have a team that's close to winning the Super Bowl. Or at least getting there, mm-hmm. you have money, and you can get stake in the stadium that would be the first Super Bowl outside of U.S. territory. I'm all in. That sounds like ching ching. Plus all the money he'd be making throughout, like all the other sports that are played there. Ching ching. Yeah. Did I did I say that incorrectly? Nope. No. Nope. Ching right. ching. Yeah, he's on a snap. But that would be bad. That would be a bad move. Super Bowl in London. Americans would be upset, but well, I wouldn't be no, upset. I, I think, think people would still cool. go. I, I mean, mean the ones that be wanting to go. But you got to think a lot of these times, like Super Bowl is one of the things. It's a it's a travel destination. You know, it's you like people, a lot of people's bucket list. So if people are trying to knock out two birds with one stone, hey, we get to go. You know, experience Europe, and we'll catch the Super Bowl while we're there. That's pretty fire. Yeah, plus, but the amount of people plus, that's going to that is a lot less. But plus, getting tickets to the actual Super Bowl might be cheaper over there. Shit. Because of the currency things. This is true. This is true. The Toronto Raptors folded, ladies and gentlemen. They did. It's not done yet. They folded. They, they don't got it folded. in them. Nah, it's, I'm going to break it down for you the same way I broke it down to my dad later. But not right now. We got to stay, stay in, uh, in, in, on task. 
now that we're in the open forum part of the NFL, mm-hmm. I really want to take this time to really, really just, you know, put emphasis on the fact that Lamar Jackson, when he get on, is about to spaz on y'all boys. Oh, he is. He's going to spaz. He got, he mad. Now, here's the reason why he going to spaz. Saw when he interviewed him? When he, in, when he did the interview, you can see it in his eyes that he is he ready mad. to go. Because he got tried. I mean, at the end of the day... <laughs> I love that Deion Sanders. Like that, like, Deion on, Sanders now. keeps it 1,000 with these dudes. Yeah, he sees like, I know you mad. He's like, no doubt. I'm ready. You, I'm could, you could tell that man from South Florida. Though, the way like, both of them, actually. You could tell both, both of them from South Florida. He's like, they about to get a ring out of me. Yeah. You believe that. Yeah, believe that. You don't get a ring out of me. <laughs> I would say Florida in general. Deion honestly. Sanders, Deion Sanders from where I'm from. Honestly, he's, when he said that, I was like, I believe him right now. I was like, I don't know why, but there's something in that conviction no, in his voice. I was like, he, I believe him. He so gonna, that's all he got is football. He put up, yeah. he put up a tweet. I want to read this for you. Who Lamar? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go through this whole thing, and then at the end, I just want you to say one word. All right. Career. Total yards: thirteen thousand one hundred seventy-five. You talking about Lamar? Nine thousand forty nine thousand forty three yards passing, four thousand one hundred thirty two yards rushing. Total yards per game, three hundred forty six point seven. Thirteen thousand one hundred seventy five yards in thirty eight games. Games with three hundred yards of total offense, twenty seven. Consecutive three hundred yard games of total offense, thirteen, from September second to December thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Games with four hundred yards of total offense, fourteen. Yards per rush, 6.3. Rushing touchdowns, 50. 150-yard rushing games, 13. 100-yard rushing games, 23. Consecutive 100-yard rushing games, 7. Points responsible for, 718. Touchdowns responsible for, 119. Total plays in a season, 669. Total yards, 5,261 in one season. Total yards per game, 404.7. Games with 300 yards total offense, 13 consecutively. Games with 400 yards of total offense, 8 was the most, 2016. Rushing yards in a season, 1,601. Highest yards per rush attempt, 6.9. Rushing touchdowns, 21. 100-yard rushing games, 10. Consecutive 100-yard rushing games, 7. Points responsible for the most, 2016, 308. Scored 21 touchdowns, passed for 30 touchdowns, and one conversion. This is a tweet? Touchdowns responsible for 51. In a game, the most plays that he was involved in, 75. 44 passes, 31 rushes against Clemson. Total yards, 610 Versus Syracuse, 411 passing yards, 199 rush. Most rushing yards for him, 226. Most rushing touchdowns, four. Touchdown passes, six. Most points responsible for, 48, which was the eight touchdowns against Charlotte. Freshman records, total plays, 410. Total yards in a game, 453 versus Texas A&M. We had 227 passing yards and 226 rushing yards. Total yards in the season, 2,800 yards as a freshman with five 100-yard rushing games. Ladies and gentlemen, Lamar Jackson. Damn. 
Then I'm waiting for your word. What you want me to tell you? It's not what you want, what I want you to say. It's what you think after all the stats got thrown at you. But we've been through that. Jit is definitely nasty. We've been through that about Jit. That boy coming for your necks. All you teams that passed on him, he is coming for your necks. Yeah, every team passed on him except the last well, one. Well, not every. I don't think he is like feeling that type of way towards every team because a lot of teams didn't need Every him. team passed up on me, Nick. He don't give a damn. He from the hood. All y'all passed up on me. I don't care what. He don't know what these teams need. All he know is these teams need him. That's Whatever like, team picked me up, getting this ring. I don't care if Tom like, Brady uh, on your team. If the Patriots picked me up, they getting the ring. That's like Maurice Jones drew how he chose to wear number thirty two because of the thirty two teams that passed up on him. That's crazy. Y'all niggas is foolish. <laughs> I would have felt the same way. Like I don't care if they, these niggas had a quarterback they just drafted last year. And he's balling. I'm better than him. <laughs> I feel you. True. That's how you feel. All right. So, I think that wraps up NFL, man. Bet. Um, so, I just got a quick uh, update for WWE. W. W. This is going to be longer than my actual e. update. WWE. God damn it. I'm tired of doing that extra w- shit. Then stop do doing it. it. No one asks you to do it. Just get complaining like he's tired of doing it. It's not. That would be W-E-E. Okay. So. So last Friday was the greatest Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Was it the greatest Royal Rumble ever? No. I missed it. It was the biggest. Me too. Well, you can go back and watch it on the WWE Network. For $9.99. All right. Shout out to the makers of the WWE Network who don't listen to this podcast. So Cut this that was, check, hoes. So this was the first large sporting event to take place in Saudi Arabia in quite some time. Like of any sport. Um, so it was a pretty big deal, actually. Uh, they sold out their big stadium that's down there. holds like 65,000 people. And... Um, it was it was definitely interesting. Uh, the pay per view took place during the middle of the day on Friday, so you know if you were working, you probably missed it and you had to watch it afterwards. That's what I had to do. Um, I'm just gonna do a quick recap of the matches. John Cena versus Triple H opened the show, and uh, John Cena won. Of course, it was all about who could bury who the fastest, and John Cena won. <laughs> Between John Cena and who? And Triple H. <laughs> um. Let's see. Then we had uh, probably. Oh no, this was a the Raw Tag Team Championship match: Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus The Bar. Uh, Hardy and Wyatt won their tag team names. Um, you know how uh, Bray Wyatt calls himself the Eater of Worlds. Yes. And Woken Matt Hardy's on that delete shit. Yes. They are the Deleter of Worlds. You get it? Yep. Uh, the best match of the show was the Fatal 4-Way for the Intercontinental Championship. It was a ladder match. Miz, Balor, Rollins, and Samoa Joe. Right. That match was lit as fuck. Um, you had Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in a steel cage. Somehow Brock won again and is still champion. Yes! Um, AJ Styles Nakamura, they fought to a no contest. And then there was the... Uh, casket match between The Undertaker and Rusev. Taker won. Um, he's still looking old. Um, At least he won. Yeah. 
And then you had a 50-man Royal Rumble match where, you know, some legends showed up like Rey Mysterio, Chris Jericho, that kind of stuff. Um, it was decent. Braun Strowman won. So it was cool. The only thing that sucked about the show is that there were no women matches uh, because women aren't allowed to compete over there. Damn. Um, as part of Saudi customs. What? Yeah, they're not allowed to. Wasn't Sami Zayn also not going because he's like Syrian or something yes, like that? Exactly. So because of custom. Also, like, uh, Finn Balor couldn't wear his like rainbow attire, which he's been doing this whole unity tip because being gay is still a crime in Saudi Arabia. So, like, it's punishable by death. It's punishable by death. Yeah. 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 yeah they could stone you to death. Yeah, boys was up there. Yeah. So, I mean, they're trying to break down those barriers more and more and stuff. So, the women weren't able to participate. However, they were paid for participating. So, even though they didn't get to compete, they basically got a free paycheck to stay at home. She. So, hey, I'll take that. I was like, I bet I don't want to be that death dad. Cause you. Uh, I'm like, like, <laughs> like, it's unfortunate that I'm not able to perform, but I will gladly take this yeah, check. We'll, we'll be here waiting in Canada when y'all get back. <laughs> I know. That's what's up. But yeah, so, um, so now that's that's done. The next big event is going to be SummerSlam. There's a couple pay-per-views in between, but uh, yeah. All right, but the Toronto Raptors folded. They didn't fold. But now that we're done with the WWE, we're going to move into the NBA. The NABAAA. The Button, 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 button. I was hoping you weren't going to do it so he'd be by himself. That should have been funny. I would have been hurt. I would have been so hurt. Actually, I would have been hurt. I would have kept going. Sure. Sure. Cold story, bro. That's I would have kept going. All right. It wouldn't have been the first time that you guys have tried to hurt me. You guys have hurt my feelings before. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm. Shut up. <laughs> I said shut up. So hurt us. See you hit Mr. Crab like that. I didn't watch my ball. I don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. No. I said shut up. Mr. Crabs. You see me saying you hit Mr. Crabs like that. I can't take it anymore. It's not Mr. Krabs. It's a robot. Bee boo boo ba bee bee. Bee boo boo boo. The best time to wear striped sweater. Okay, we're an hour and fifteen in, and we haven't even got to the time. One with a color. Turtleneck. That's the kind. Cause when you Things that one special sweater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now the playoff picture is done, and now things have cleared up. We are down to the final four on both <laughs> sides. We are on the final four on both sides of the bracket. Dun, dun. Let's get started with the final four of the East, shall we? 
Let's get started now, Bill. Okay, well, the, the start for that is in the East, you've got the number one ranked Toronto Raptors, the number two ranked Boston Celtics, the number three ranked Philadelphia 76ers, and the number four ranked Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. And then on the West, you've got the number one ranked Houston Rockets, the number two ranked Golden State Warriors, the number six ranked New Orleans Pelicans, and the number four ranked Utah Jazz. Jazz. Welcome back, Steph Curry. As you hit him with that three, as soon as you get on the court, show him what's up, big baby. Now, let's talk about who got the guesses right as far as teams and I guess... Uh, none of us really got the numbers right, right? On the brackets? I wasn't prepared for this question. Oh, well, yeah, we're, we're keeping it consistent, bro. Consistency is key. I thought we key. discussed that last week. Well, the, the series weren't determined, was it? No. Oh, all right, man. But now I have to go and look at who won what. I mean, I got to look at the series. I don't know how many games all these things went into. Oh! Houston-Miami, how many did that go to? Houston, Miami. Houston, Minnesota. But I said, this is MIA. That game MIA. went to... That was 4-1. Yep. So it was Houston in five? Yes. Houston I five. won that one. Okay. <laughs> you said that so confidently. Yeah. <laughs> OKC and the Jazz. That was the Jazz. In six. In six. six. In five. There was a Jazz in five. No, it was six. six. They had two. Oh, did, any, did anybody get the Jazz, period? No. No, wow! I thought Russie was gonna take it. Yep. Uh, Portland, New Orleans. I'm mad. Hey, Donovan Mitchell, I apologize. New Orleans. You said you are the only one who who chose New Orleans. New Orleans won in four. Yeah, and you, I guess who? You, New Orleans you chose in six. Portland. Portland. Oh, yeah, Dane. <laughs> Dane. Uh, you dishonored this family. Golden State versus San Antonio. We all tied. We said Golden State in four, and it was Golden State in five. Uh, um, close. Toronto and Washington. Toronto and six. Toronto one and six. Toronto one and six. Toronto one and six. They one and seven, I thought. Six. Um. Well, me and me oh, and Dylan yes. were the closest. We said Toronto and five. You what? said Toronto and four. Yeah, you size John Wall. I didn't size John Wall. I size John Wall. John Wall. Nails. Thank you as if it's gonna win no game. And then, not you, the team. And then John Boston, Wall. Boston, Milwaukee. Um, we all chose Boston. However, Dylan was closest. He said Boston in six. And it was Boston in seven. Nice. Yeah, y'all saw us, Giannis. Didn't y'all like, say like a sweep or something? I shit? did. I said a sweep. I they said five. I said five. Y'all niggas size. Um, Miami versus Philadelphia. Philadelphia won that one in five. Philadelphia did win in five. Y'all said my, I, what I said? Miami in seven or Philly in However, seven? However, um, we both said Philly in seven. Nelson was closest said Philly in six. Let's get it. And then Cleveland, Indiana. Um, Cavaliers won it in seven. Uh, Nels, you and Joe both said Cleveland um, in six. So y'all, Dang, bro, but yeah, Indy was supposed to get that, bro. They were. They All were, right. Yeah. So let's talk about the brackets now. What's bracket? Indy was supposed to get. So we're gonna do picks for 
this round here. Yes, sir. In the East, we got the Celtics versus the Sixers. Um, did the Celtics just win that? Yeah, I got Celtics in six. I got six. Uh, yeah, the Celtics. The, the Celtics are currently up one zero. Sorry. What was this one? Terry Rose, didn't Rozier take off? Yeah. I got the Celtics in six. That's Sixers and seven. Season six. Nice. Sixers win that shit in seven games. Sixers. They gonna get the Philly. What you got, LB? Um, I also have the Sixers. Um, actually, have I have the Sixers in six. Wow. They're gonna win it in Boston. Uh, or no, the the Boston was the first game, right? They're not. They wouldn't win it in Boston. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. That's what I said. No. Yeah, game six would be in Philly. Yeah. So yeah. Shit, that. that bitch in Philly, then. Eh? Um, Cavs, Raptors. I'm going with the Raptors in. Ben Simmons. I need more, bro. Six. I yeah. got Cavs in six. In this this series. Yeah. Cavs in six. Yeah, Cavs and Six, bro. Toronto's showing me that they Toronto. It's not that they Toronto. They Toronto. All right. In the West. They fold. The Rockets and the Jazz. I got the Rockets in four. Rockets in f- mm. I got Rockets in five. Donovan Mitchell's got to get him a game. He's eating. Yeah, he's going to eat. But I got Rockets in five. That offense. I watched that game. They can't stop that offense. Them boys too comfortable on that court. I'm gonna say Rockets in four, regardless. But I feel like Donovan Mitchell can take a game. Uh, and then Warriors, Pelicans. Warriors in Warriors in four. Warriors in five. I got Warriors in four. This man size Donovan Mitchell again. I just thought so it was the first you. time. No, I said he going to get him one, but they can't stop that offense. Like, I didn't size him again. You did. Right. When did we size him the first I time? Said, yeah. I, I said he can get him one. What Nell said for the first for the, for the um, Thunder Jazz series. Oh, Thunder Jazz? I thought I said Thunder and four. Yeah, you did. So you expecting them to get swept twice in a row, niggas? What? <laughs> <laughs> he does have a point. You not sizing him? You Is Ricky Rubio coming back? I don't know. His timetable was supposed to be for game two. These niggas say, there is no timetable, but we do expect him back for game two. If Ricky is that not a timetable, nigga? If Ricky, <laughs> if, if Ricky Rubio, if Ricky Rubio comes back, then. They can win one, possibly two. That shit made absolutely I don't want, I don't no sense. Add, I don't want to add no asterisks to that. Ain't story. no asterisks there, no. I know that. You chosen four. I, I get Stick that. To your that answer. means you expect Donovan that. Mitchell to get spazzed hey, on but twice you see, in a row. You see, all this, you see all this wheel spinning that Nell's doing? That's how you know next time when he's like wrong on the pacing back. Well, I was actually going to say this. No, I, no, no, I'm I decided not. to Wait, go you along thought, with that. You thought they wasn't going to win a game against the Thunder? Yeah, I did. Now, I'll, I'll get to the explanation as to why. I'll tell you why. The last couple of games that the Thunder played before the playoffs, Paul George was the... He's fast. Yeah, he was the facilitator of that offense. Think about it. In the games where, in the games where Westbrook deferred to Paul George, did the Jazz win any of those games? No, they did not. It wasn't even close. But that, Paul George thought they folded I don't think Paul George started folding. I personally, excuse, excuse my language, 
I think Paul George stopped giving a fuck. I think Paul George was really looking around and was like, bitch, like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. going to segue perfectly. I'm out. Fuck that shit, I'm out. I don't That's, think Paul George stopped giving a fuck. I think he started folding. Well, since we're on Paul that, George, I don't think, has is the player with the demeanor of somebody that will stop giving a fuck. I think that's more right. That's more of a, like... But the man said, the man James said... James Harden. Well, since Russell we're on the topic, Westbrook before, y'all, before y'all keep Carmelo. going, I'm going to introduce the topic before y'all keep going. So, now at this point, what is next for OKC? So, in Paul George is Paul out. Paul George, Melo, all that. So, Paul George I don't is think out. Paul George should be out. Paul George Melo should be out. Melo can't leave. Melo has a player option for $28 million. He's not going Paul, anywhere. I don't think Paul George is the reason you Mello, take Paul George out. Listen, OKC can't get rid of Carmelo... Unless they trade for him. Tell me one team in the league right now that would be okay with trading Carmelo with a $28 million player option contract. Hmm. What's crazy is, and you have to keep him in your starting lineup. It's $28 million and it's a Miami Heat. Hell no. And it's a player option. He's going to stay. No, I don't know, bro. I'm sorry. I understand that maybe he want to win that bad. 28 mil? 28 mil? I'm staying, bitch. You're not, getting half, you're not getting half that in another team. I'm going to vote what y'all want. 28 mil. I'm staying. Come on, bro. I, I obviously can't predict what's going on, clearly. But that shit is crazy. I still think Paul George started folding. When they asked Paul George about... If it bothered him um, about um, Russell Westbrook shooting 43 shots and he said, oh, I really don't care. That don't make no sense to me. Paul George. That's the type of player Paul George is. But how are you going to say, okay, you just said, so he's the type of player to not care about how many shots are shot, but he's going to care about not folding or giving the ball up to Westbrook in the fourth quarter. They were clearly showing yeah, but that. He was, but he, the thing is, it's not like he gave, like, Westbrook took a lot of shots. Paul George took a decent amount of full full game time type of shots that he usually takes. And his percentage was ass. Like, he was not making shots. Melo didn't even take that many shots. So you're saying playoff P? Paul George folded. Even when he had a lot of points, his percentage was off at times. Russell Westbrook folded the hardest out of all them niggas. Like, I'm sorry, but Russell Westbrook folded because all of them were folding. And he was like, yo, give me the ball because y'all niggas is folding too much. That's why he ends up taking 43 shots and has 46 points. <laughs> like, the gym went 18 for 43. That's crazy. But that's because he got tired of giving these niggas the ball and they're not doing nothing with it. Paul George was folding. Melo barely did anything. He didn't even shoot that many times, but he didn't, he wasn't doing nothing. I think he had like seven points that last game. And Russell Westbrook was like, at one point he just said, F it, I'm going to try to win this game on my own. And I've been said this from the jump. The uh, the Thunder have too many niggas that are going to do dumb shit when it's time to win a game. Russell Westbrook folds when he's down in big games. And he's trying to bring the team back when nobody else is taking off. He just starts taking up dumb shots. You probably there's like like two three possessions in a row where he'll go he'll get the ball, come up court, shoot a three immediately, mm-hmm. and miss. And he'll do it again the next play, and he'll do it again the next play. Like there's no trust. Like he's like y'all not gonna y'all not doing nothing. I gotta take the team because he saw how trash Paul George is being. He knows how Melo is. Melo go Melo good for like 
two quarters of some little drips of sauce. Four quarter, no, unless they're already winning. <laughs> well, unfortunately for OKC, when it comes to Melo, he's they're stuck like Chuck. Unfortunately for OKC, they're out in the first round. And that sucks for a team. You put a lot of money in all these dudes. OKC's front office is tripping. Mm-hmm. Russell, you was talking that cash this offseason. Hard. You didn't. You didn't let that that those memes and this social media hype of how you handle your your, your interviews get to your head. Now you think you just do whatever you want. And hard. Now that shit bite your ass and you in the ass. Ricky Rubio with his little tired hurt ass is making bread. Second round of the playoffs, sitting down, ice on his leg, and you home. No that's, check. That's done lit. No playoff check. That's lit. Speaking of the second round and um. Injuries. Shout out to Steph coming back. No, nah, the Warriors about to snap even harder. Yeah, he's about to spaz. That's gonna suck. That's gonna suck for the Pelicans because Anthony Davis be working. Yeah. They'll get Boogie back. They might make a little run next year too. Yeah. Look at Boogie back when for the playoffs? No, next year. Oh, for the season. Yeah, they could. I feel like they need like. I don't know what they need. They don't need much of anything, but Boogie coming back is definitely going to help. They need, like, to get tougher on defense. Yeah. Tougher on defense? No, they don't. They need better perimeter scoring. That's bad, that too. They need better perimeter scoring. Their defense is fine. We just need somebody who's able to put up buckets from the perimeter to kind of balance everything out with AD. But Drew um, Holiday, Drew Holiday has the potential to, but he doesn't do it night in, night out. He too chill. So... Um, the Cavaliers beat the Raptors today on their own home court, 113, 112 in overtime. And I told my father this. I was wrong, though, because I thought, either, I said either Raptors are going to win a close game or the Cavaliers are going to win by a blowout. I should have said it in reverse because I remember thinking to myself on the phone, I was like, ah, I should kind of be the other way around because one team's tired, either that or the other team isn't prepared enough. Now, here's the thing. I think that. This Indiana series has a lot of people tripping right now on this Cleveland Cavaliers team. Here's what I'll say. If there's any team in the East that was custom fitted to give the Cavaliers some serious fits, it would be the Pacers. Simply because the Pacers have three big men who are extremely athletic, are able to at least guard the guard, at least guard the perimeter players. Guard the guard. Yeah, my bad. Guard the perimeter (laughs) players. During the pick and roll, well enough to cause issues, and that is Miles Turner, Thaddeus Young, and um, Sabonis. I forget his first name, but Sabonis. Um, they oh, caused man. some serious issues for that team, man, because they was pushing these guys to the three-point line. And outside of LeBron, you don't have anybody that could really create off the dribble. That's just what it boils down to. Um, they did really, really good, man. And um, who was the other guy that they had that was really spazzing? Was that Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich was nowhere to be seen in the in the seventh game. But up until the seventh game, I mean, he was that man was serious. He was definitely serious. So I think that now with the Raptors, a team that plays a slower paced basketball game, it suits well for LeBron. LeBron can take a break. He can rest. Um, I know. In the grand scheme of things, DeMar DeRozan is better than Victor Oladipo. But no offense, DeMar DeRozan is not Victor Oladipo. That's just the bottom line. And Lowry isn't capable of pushing the ball up. Lowry is trash. 
that the Pacer point guards was really pushing the ball up. So Raptors are going to be in for a series. And here's the thing. Lowry's trash. They have no answer at all for LeBron James. No, at least Bogdanovich was big enough and none. and and, and could move well enough to give him some kind of fits. Raptors have no answers whatsoever. for LeBron James. And that's what it really boils down to. Does your team have an answer for the star of that team? If not, or well, the star for the other team. If not, you might be taking these L's. So that's that's essentially that. Y'all boys lost. Yeah, shout out to LeBron for coming through. He was tired, but it didn't look that way tonight. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's essentially where it goes from. Um, so word on the street is Spurs are feeling like Kawhi might be trying to force a trade out of there. Yep. Yeah, I was reading. They're saying that they're they're worried that his team is is trying to basically force them into a trade situation with all this foolishness. Kawhi, I need you to man the fuck up. I thought you wanted to be a spur for life. Man the fuck up. Yeah, bro. like wasn't that just a few weeks ago that he was saying this? I want to be a spur Speak for up, life, bro. He, I feel like he like, he be a little bitch. Like yeah. his team is telling him like, yo 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 yo, yo. You should do this. And like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything. Like, so just. You guys handle it, and I'll just sit in the background and do what you guys say and stay quiet, like a little, like a little fish, just flip flopping all over the place. Yeah, and got like, no oxygen. Why do I think he wants to leave though? Like, if that is the case, I feel like he he might want to leave. I think he's saying a bunch of bull that the the fans want to hear, but he low key want to leave, but he's too much of a bitch to say it. Yeah. I think it's a mixture of that and the change in the market. I mean. The way it's looking, he tired around. He tired of being around these old ass. Yeah, he tired of being on a boring but, ass team. But the way it's looking, though, the chances of LeBron not leaving Cleveland is getting higher. LeBron leaving. I mean, listen, if he gets a guy like Kawhi to come right, play but with listen, him. listen to what I'm saying though. I'm not. I'm not saying like it's stupid high. But the chances of it now versus two months ago is definitely higher. <clears throat> LeBron can stay. And on top of that, even though teams got LeBron on their wish list per se, I can see some teams in the league that will go Kawhi before before LeBron. Honestly, just looking for longevity and into the future, there's some teams will sit there and be like, Kawhi's younger. He's going to be putting up numbers for a little bit of a longer time. He's a defensive player of the year. Kawhi the to the upside, Lakers. The upside is there. And I can Paul see the Lakers taking Kawhi and Paul George before taking LeBron. To be honest. See, because that's what people don't understand about free agency. But speak the fuck just up, because, Just because you want to go to a team as a free agent, the team's got to be okay with you being over there first. If there's no offer, then... There's no deal. Period. Really? So that that matters. The last thing I put on the agenda is just our LOL of the week. Um, the uh, the Ball brothers, LiAngelo and Lamelo, have uh, quit the Lithuanian team. Of course they did. Um, because their trash ashes couldn't even turn that team around, and yet they expect to come back here and get drafted to an NBA team. Right. They dad fucking them up. 
Word. They need to go to the college and get a degree. Word. G. Well, well Leandro needs to go back. Melo still has a chance. Yeah, Leandro needs to go back to college and graduate. Yeah, that that junk is crazy, bro. Jit was going to UCLA. That junk. Yeah, is like crazy. how do you leave? You this this is where your chance is to go to the league, nigga. Like. Your dad trying to make yo, they, they dad trying to make money off them just so decently. Yeah, that jumps crazy. F minus. So one last thing I want to tell you guys for the NBA, and if you guys, well, for the people who's been listening for a while, you guys can probably remember when I was speaking on Kareem versus Jordan, and I talked about the numbers and all that stuff, right? So I wanted to go into something real quick. <clears throat> And I, the reason why I want to get into this argument nah, bro, with the with the LeBron thing also, I'm gonna add the LeBron and Kobe argument in there too. Get out of it, bro. Perspectives matter, right? So there is a picture on Facebook where it has Kareem Abdul-Jabbar versus Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. NBA championships six six, NCAA championships Kareem three, Jordan one, NBA MVPs Kareem six, Jordan five. NCAA MVPs, Kareem 3, Jordan 0. NCAA Tournament MVPs, Kareem 3, Jordan 0. NCAA Player of the Year, Kareem 3, Jordan 1. NBA All-Star Games, Kareem 19, Jordan 14. All-NBA Teams, Kareem 15, Jordan 10. All-NBA Defensive Teams, Kareem 11, Jordan 9. Total points, 38,387 for Kareem, 32,292 for Jordan. Field goal percentage, 55% for Kareem, 49% for Jordan. Rebound, 17,440 for Kareem, 6,672 for Jordan. Hold on, hold on. 17, okay. Yeah, that was a lot. Go ahead. That Go was on. that time area yeah, where he had yeah, like nah. 50 rebounds a game. Um, well, it wasn't that much, but he's a center. <laughs> so, I mean, I would yeah. hope that he can get 10 rebounds a game. But anyway, assists, 5,660 for Kareem. 5,633 for Jordan. Now, this is where my argument is going to go because a lot of people are like, you see, man, Kareem got more assists than Jordan. Okay, cool. Blocks, 3,189 for Kareem, 893 for Jordan. Steals, 1,160 for Kareem, 2,514 for Jordan. Now, here's the reason why I want to bring this argument up and so, I want to talk about So, for those who aren't keeping track, Jordan... Was either tied or on the losing side of all but the steals. Right. So here's 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 the thing. Here's the, here's the ringer. If you want to talk about the most dominant, greatest college basketball player ever to play college basketball, then cool. Yeah, we'll give it to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Lou Alcindor, as he was known at that time before he changed his name. Um. <clears throat> however. We need to look at all of the stats because here's what bothers me about like Jordan lovers. See, because me, I'm I I appreciate Jordan and I do think Jordan is the goat. However, I'm not a Jordan lover. I'm very logical. I like all the players the same. As a matter of fact, my favorite player of all time is Paul George. Like I said before, I mean Paul Pierce. Like I said before, so that that's completely out of the discussion. However. If you're going to say that Kareem is better than Jordan, those same people have to turn around and say LeBron is better than Jordan. Here's the reason why. 
Kareem, where you could put him at the top as far as the greatest player to ever play, is if you're including longevity as one of the, what's the word I'm looking for? One of the qualifications for being a GOAT. He played a lot of years consistently, and every year he played at a top level. Needless to say, his last eight, nine years, he played with Magic Johnson, which made his job dramatically easier. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go into the seasons played. So, Kareem played 20 seasons. Kareem played 20 seasons. That's a lot. Jordan played 15. Mm. Kareem played 20 seasons. That's five years. Jordan played 15. Let me, let me, I got you. I'm here. Championships. In 20 seasons, Kareem won six. Meaning that in 14 seasons, he didn't have a ring. In 15 seasons, Jordan won six. You see where I'm, where I'm already going with this? Because mm-hmm. 15 minus six is nine. Whereas 20 minus six is 14. So there's yeah. more years that Kareem played without a championship than that's Jordan. Cause, that's because Bill Russell. No, he wasn't playing with Bill Russell. No, nah, he was playing with Bird and them. That's too many niggas about this. Now, playoff seasons. Kareem went to 18 out of 18 years out of 20 to the playoffs. Jordan went 13 years out of 15. So 2 2. Right? But however, the higher percentage would be 13 and 15. Out of 20 years, Kareem went to 19 All Star games. Out of 15 years, Jordan went to 14 All-Star games. Season MVPs. In 20 years, Kareem won six. In 15 years, Jordan won five. Finals MVPs. In 20 years, Kareem won two. In 15 years, Jordan won six. All-NBA first teams. In 20 years... Kareem won 10. In 15 years, Jordan won 10. Last time I checked, you have one person going 10 years without being All-NBA first team. And you have somebody who went five years without going All-NBA first team. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, here's where things get kind of crazy. Out of 20 years, Kareem went... Well, Kareem was... Well, All-NBA first team was 10 and 10. All-NBA teams in general, out of 20 years, Kareem went 15. Out of 15, Jordan went 11. So as you can see, Jordan spent less years without being on All-NBA teams in general. All-defensive teams in 20 years, Kareem won 11. In 15 years. In 20. I'm sorry, 20 years. In 15 years, Jordan went 1-9. Now, here's where the kicker is. Remember, I said 11 and 9. Out of those 9, Jordan was all defensive first team all 9 times. Out of those 11, Kareem was all defensive first team 5 times. Defensive player of the year, Jordan has 1. Kareem has 0. Scoring leader. In 15 years, 
Jordan had 10. Mm. In 20 years, Kareem had two. Damn. Rebounds leader. Kareem was a rebound leader one year. Obviously, Jordan is zero. Steals leader. Jordan has three. Kareem has zero. Blocks leader. Kareem has four. Jordan has zero. Rookie of the year. One and one. Now, what can be fair to say is that block and steals, blocks and steals weren't recorded until 1973-74. And I believe Abdul-Jabbar is probably in the league three years mm-hmm. prior to that. I don't think it makes much of a difference comparing the averages. Right? So let's get to the averages where people were saying, oh, well, the numbers, you know, they matter. Well, stats matter too, especially when you want to talk about per game. Points per game, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar averaged for his career 24.6. Jordan averaged 30.1. Rebounds per game, Kareem 11.2. Jordan 6.2. Assists per game, where we were saying, oh, well, Kareem got more assists than Jordan. Kareem averaged 3.6 assists per game. Jordan averaged 5.3 assists per game. Steals per game, Kareem averaged 0.9, Jordan averaged 2.3. Blocks per game, Kareem averaged 2.6, whereas Jordan was 0.8. So as far as the numbers concerned, that's just that's just what it boils down to. In the playoffs, it's even Jordan. worse. Jordan. So Jordan. This is why perspectives and stats matter. So my whole thing is I'm not trying to sway anybody towards Jordan or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. My bottom line is is that these same people who can say Kareem is better than Jordan has to turn around and say LeBron is better than Jordan. Because by the time all is said and done at the rate that he's going... LeBron is going to be number one in at least three of the major categories. Then what? And he'll retire with less than six rings in those 20 years. Well, we don't know. You never know. He might go to some super team and win three in a row and clear it. Right? But that's, hey, 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 hey. that's all I have for you. That's some class. Shut your ass up. That's all I have for you, man. That's some freaking class. Is there anything Shut else up. you guys want to add? Nope. Seeing none? Great. Huh? No. You sit here with your purple shirt. Purple rain. Before the green shirt. Rain. Before the red shirt. Come on, man. The giant bowl of fruity pebbles. <laughs> now, Buddha, would you like to tell them no? Would, uh, would you like to let them know where they could reach us at if they ever want to email us? Ball Sports Podcast at gmail.com. And on Twitter? At Balls underscore podcast. What about Instagram? At Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Cool. That's where y'all can reach us at. Like and subscribe. Leave a review. This is where share with your friends. The song, the song, the song comes in right now. This is where the song's at. Dylan, you've been wrong like three weeks in a row. I haven't listened to the song in a minute. That's why. Mm. Yeah. 
It's your birthday. I probably missed it. Wait, yeah, whatever. It is what it is, man. Hey, listen, we appreciate y'all for listening in tonight, man. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you here with us listening. Wherever you are, whether it be in the shower, on the freeway, why was at first, work. Why was that your first thing? Hey, man, people like to listen to podcasts in the shower, bro. They do. You don't listen to a podcast in the shower? No. Right. Cho ass up. In the shower. Right. Shower in the shower? Yeah. Ugh, blah. Hey, man, but like we said, man, thanks for riding with us, man. Another episode in the books. It's got to be the longest podcast so far. Just make it happen. Just showers in the shower. Bye, hoes. Alright, y'all, let's get it back. Wake up in the morning, put your makeup on. You a queen, baby, go and take your throne. See you stunning, LOL, I guess you grown. No, I'm selfish, I just want you for my own. It's your birthday. Yeah, you know that it's your birthday. Turn up, turn up, it's your birthday. Yeah, you know that it's your birthday. Candles on the kick and it's all for you, yeah We gon' pop a couple bottles tonight, yeah, you know how we do All these ladies in the club, but you know I'm getting funky with you, yeah Cause through the baddest in the building, yeah, you already know that it's true Juice, you got sauce, you got swag Your friends gon' hype you up Cause they know that shawty bad Favorite song is playing Know you about to throw it back I'm playing wide receiver Yeah, you know I'm trying to catch Baby, you my everything Best I ever had Could never win a Nasa Cause you real, you never had Slain and break your hearts Every step you take, you snap I'll pick two words, a thousand words Put it on the ground Your beauty is elegant this is your moment, it's evident Tonight all your stress is irrelevant You looking splendid and excellent Your confidence never was arrogant Feeling so good in your residence Bringing that joy as an element I cannot stop giving compliments Yeah, yeah, it's your birthday Turn up, turn up, it's your birthday Yeah, yeah, it's your birthday Candles on the kick and it's all for you, yeah We gon' pop a couple bottles tonight, yeah, you know how we do All these ladies in the club, but you know I'm getting funky with you, yeah Cause through the baddest in the building, yeah, you already know that it's true I got 21 candles on a cake I got 21 candles on a cake